Enjoy the show. Beaming at you from the depths of the internet. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast. Your one stop for all things geek. All things geek. This is the Temple of Geek Podcast, episode four, Superhero Showdown. We are your hosts, Daniel and Paul. On this episode, we discuss the awesomeness that is DC superhero television. Joining us on the panel from the Temple of Geek is Marcus. What's Yo. going on, guys? What up? What up? What up indeed. So, this week we just had the awesomeness two-part episode extravaganza yes. known as the Flash Arrow crossover. Crisscross. Crisscross. <laughs> so, episode one was on Tuesday, which was the Flash episode. I thought that episode was pretty good. What, what, what are y'all's thoughts on it? Pretty good. Marcus. <laughs> Marcus. Um, so, uh, I think I'll go ahead and start off by saying I ended up sort of skimming through part two. <laughs> So uh, part one was my favorite of the two, um, but I think regardless, it, it would end up being, being my favorite because of the uh, the fight was in part one. So or the the flash arrow fight was in part one, which I I enjoyed that fight. It's a good one. You like the fight? Yes. <laughs> you like watching Arrow throw freaking arrows into freaking Barry Allen's back? How many times can I say freaking in a sentence? Freaking. A lot. Again. A lot. <laughs> Freaking. Paul, what were your thoughts on the first episode, the Flash episode? The Flash versus Arrow episode, I think, was brilliantly executed. It was a nice way to kind of collaborate all the characters back in there, or, you know, between the two shows and for the first part. So, yes, I had no quarrel with that episode whatsoever. Okay, cool. I, I was... I was very nervous about this whole crossover event because I thought when they were kind of advertising it, we saw uh-huh. the we saw the whole uh, Barry Allen, Oliver West, Oliver West, Oliver, <laughs> Oliver <laughs> fighting. <laughs> here wondering to myself, are is this going to be spread across two episodes, and is this going to be some lame freaking Barry Allen's infected for two whole episodes, and then Oliver has to go in and rescue him, but. In the first episode, it wasn't that at all. I mean, we, we saw this villain um, infect Barry, and then the last ten minutes of the episode was the fight, the showdown. They rescued Barry. They cured him of the, the ailment that he had, and the rest was history. And then they, we moved on to the second episode. So I was really happy that that was the way uh, this episode went. Yeah, I mean, again, <laughs> you think Arrow got beat? Well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, they, Flash beat him down. He's just like, kah, 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 kah. yeah, when he's spinning around, running them in circles, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that part there, that kind of bothered me because he's so li- literally lightning fast. I don't see how Oliver could even could even predict where Barry was going to be throwing his punch or his kick. I mean, that was. I didn't like that at all. That was a little too superficial. But yeah, I mean, it was all—it was, all, was all for the for the for for the that that uh, uh, what do you call that the uh, the climax of the episode. 
Yeah, I mean, I kind of took it as Oliver is more mature and he's more he's been around the block for three years longer than Barry has. So Barry's still still growing. He's still childish, basically, with his powers. So he doesn't really fully understand and grasp what he has. So I, I can kind of see Oliver taking him in that scene. Now the yeah, one, yeah, I mean one? that's true because uh, I mean it's not only he spent the three years in uh, Starlin City, but you know the uh, all the time he spent on the island, and now this other time that they've opened up of him being in China. So, which is a whole other story for me. I'm not liking that China scene, but hopefully that picks up here soon. The the one thing I really really got a kick out of in the, the first at least the first episode, the Flash episode was John Diggle at the very beginning. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, that was cool, yeah. When he first meet, or you know, he's already met Barry Allen, but it was the first time he actually got to experience his powers. That that was just like, I don't know what, that was just like the best scene for me. I mean, he was like, during the whole scene, he's like, he's like, you tell me that doesn't freak you out? <laughs> or, or he's like, my cousin got struck by lightning. All he developed was a stutter. <laughs> and, and, see, and, and you know, like like Marcus said, like I always I always said that John Diggle was like I always thought they were gonna he, his character is some somewhat of a of a background for John Stewart Green Lantern, and in that scene he's standing by himself like once Felicity leaves with Barry. He's standing there by himself with a lantern in front of him. I was like, oh, is that just a nod to you know what fans have been speculating? Maybe not, but it was cool. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, John Diggle really, really. I mean, it was just that was like the best scene for him. I mean, you don't ever really get to see him come out of like in a joking mood and stuff in other episodes, and but just seeing that type of, you know, emotion or whatever come out of that character was really hilarious to see on screen. Uh, and I really, I really like Cisco the way he he interacts with everybody else too. That's hilarious because me and Marcus were just talking about how we hated Cisco. <laughs> I, I, really like, I, I like Cisco. I really do. It's it's uh, whatever her name is. I just don't even care to remember her name. Is that Kate I don't Snow. like. Yes, yeah, Doctor Snow. But I yeah I like Cisco the gadgets. Yeah, we we were talking about how we can't stand this guy. He's like, hey, why don't we call this guy? Yeah, but that's 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 that's, that's the that's the cool part about it. I don't know. I don't know. Like because it uh it it just comes off as cheesy to me a lot. So I don't know. What did y'all think of this week's villain on this first episode, the uh, Rainbow Raider? Which in the show they actually ended up calling him Prism, Prism, I should say. Um, so what did you think about this character? I I was kind of talking to Marcus a little bit today about the background of this character, just kind of showing him what this character was, but I, I think he was he was pretty much a plot a plot device in the episode to give Barry basically the rage that he needed to fight Arrow. Um, but other than that, he was just pretty much a, the freak of the week underused villain. How do you guys feel? Possibly that way, yes. That's the way it seemed. Um, I, I don't remember how he was caught. Yeah, I mean, they, Barry and um, Oliver, they fight, 
And he's like, at the end, they're like, do you still have your steam left in you to go f- catch this guy? And all of a sudden, it goes to commercial break. And then when it comes back from commercial break, they're locking this guy up in their jail. I mean, they didn't even show how he was caught. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was about to say, I'm like, uh, did I miss a scene or something? <laughs> so it was like, they just, they, you know, they, you could tell they didn't really care much about this villain. They were just using him as a the plot device to make Barry rage out, Hulk out, whatever you want to call it. It almost, you know what, it almost had, Daniel, you'll probably understand this, it almost had that Smallville, like, red kryptonite thing where Clark just goes ape when he, yeah. when he gets in contact with red kryptonite and he just starts losing all his inner, you know, inhibitions and just starts saying whatever and start doing whatever. It almost had that kind of a feel to it. Yeah, it definitely did. Um, my, f- I don't think the show's going to go that way. I think the show's going to follow in the footsteps of Arrow, but I just, with this whole Freak of the Week, new villain every week thing on The Flash, I'm just, I'm like, man, this is Smallville Season 1 all over again. And and S.H.I.E.L.D. Season so, 1. I just, I don't want to see that, but I, I have high hopes for Flash. Now, at the end of the episode, we got to see the teaser for the mid-season finale, which is going to be titled, I believe, Man in the Yellow Suit. Yes. And it is the first introduction that we're going to really get to, to the reverse flash. Uh, I was I was pumped when I saw this trailer. You know what? And going off of what you just said, I think maybe, maybe that's what they were trying to get to, uh, to basically the reverse flash. Maybe that's what it's all been leading up to. They, they, I, maybe they didn't want it to shorten the, the arc, if you will, by just maybe introducing the reverse flash in like maybe episode three or four. So by building up that character and just introducing a freak of the week kind of thing, it was just leading up to this, because I think this is where it's going to pick up off right now, next week. He's going to be, the reverse flash is going to be the uh, Slade Wilson of of Flash, right? So that's going to be I, I, arc. I would assume, yes. So do you think they'll have him finished off by the end of the season, or will he carry into the next season? Well, I mean, he's such a pivotal character in the Flash lore. I don't think he's... Yeah, that's like his number one arch nemesis, is that guy. Yeah, I don't think he'll... Uh, they'll end it this season. I'm sure... If this, is a, if this is Reverse Flash from the future, I'm sure he'll go back to his timeline... And we'll probably start learning more and more about time travel on the show. And exactly who is uh, Dr. Uh, 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 what's his name? Grant? Dr. Wells. Dr. Wells. Oh, the man in the wheelchair? Yeah. yeah. So, but going uh, into part two of the crossover which was appropriately titled The Brave and the Bold, Batman Not There. What did you guys think about that? That is when I feel the, sh- the, the two-part... I really feel this was the stronger of the two episodes. Um, the villain, I think, was a stronger villain. The chemistry between the two casts, I thought, was better. Um, Dr. Wills is a character that kind of annoys me, so I was kind of glad that he wasn't in this episode. <laughs> um, another character that... I was really glad to see have very minimal screen time was Laurel. Yes. I am really over her story. And I'm I'm hoping when she gets turned into the Black Canary, the story will pick up. But right now, she, I can't stand her. But yeah, Captain, whatever, 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 man, you love her. Captain Boomerang 
<clears throat> for me, stole the show on this episode. Yeah, man. Again, I mean the way the way they write these characters on Arrow is just it, 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 every from from here on out. This is the example that every other comic book based show needs to take their their get their footwork from, because this is how you do characters right, like that, like Arrow. Marcus, what are your thoughts? <laughs> Well, I mean, I can't compare him to, like, a comic or anything, because I, I didn't see... I I have, like, no comic book knowledge, so... <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, as far as the character itself, I, yeah, I mean, he seemed like a total beast, and uh, he wasn't, like, cheesy or, like, uh, I don't know, and I didn't get that feel like he was just the villain of the week. Um, yeah, on Arrow, you don't get that at all on Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's... there's there's good reasoning for it. Again, maybe because Flash is in its first season, because S.H.I.E.L.D. did the same thing, uh, then maybe... You know, and going back, Smallville did the same thing, too, on its first season. It just had a freak of the week forever. And then finally in the second season, that's when they started doing that cave stuff, and then that's where the arc picked up. So maybe it's just a, I don't know, a rite of passage, if you will. I mean, we can't we can't come up with a solid arc. You know, we just can introduce a freak of the week. Yeah, actually, that's actually sort of the way... Uh... Gotham was going too. Oh man, we'll get to that. <laughs> so, what did y'all? Uh, what was your favorite moments of the second episode, Marcus? Hmm. I think you might have to come back to me. I can already name mine. <laughs> what is it? The, the salmon ladder with Flash? Yeah, that was hilarious. Come on, you that have to... was that was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see what's so hard about that. Uh, I, was, I was dying when I saw that scene. <laughs> now, this episode pretty much dealt with the uh, with Captain Boomerang yeah. going after Layla. What do we call her? Layla Diggle. <laughs> uh, Lila. 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 They said it like um, several times. They're like, she's not his wife. <laughs> And then he proposes to her at the end of the episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, basically, Captain Boomerang's going after her because she tried to blow him up and it failed, so he wants his revenge. Um, throughout the episode, you know, there was different things where he teams where Arrow teams up with the Flash. Uh, the, the thing I'm trying to get to is, towards the end of the episode, um, Cisco presents Oliver with a gift of a new costume. Was he wearing that costume at the end of the series? And if he was, what is different about it? I don't know. That's what I was trying to figure out. I don't think so. I think he's... I, I don't know. It, it might probably debut after the winter break. Well, I mean, the way I saw it was it was just the same thing with, like, different material. Yeah, so lighter when, armor. Yeah. When Oliver was looking at it, though, he was like, oh, wow, this is... Like awesome, you know. It's like, well, I mean, it's not like (laughs) it's like getting that shitty gift. uh, I mean, sorry, it's like getting that terrible gift on Christmas, and you're just like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And you're like, I, I mean, how much was this worth? Because I'm seeing, I, I I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm hoping if there was a new costume, I'm hoping it's 
something a little bit more noticeable that we see on film instead of like interlacing armor that we can't see <laughs> or whatever. Um, well, I know we're going to segue into this, but um, again, I love I love Arrow. Arrow's my favorite show on you know primetime, bar none. However, there really is a Batman show that wasn't. So on this episode, Cisco references Batman theme in innuendos. Hey, where's the Arrow Cave? Do you have an Arrowmobile? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I I just want them to come out and say yes, Batman exists, and then just leave it at that. Well, I think we're gonna we we know Batman exists, or we know Bruce Wayne exists in this timeline through um, the Flash through the Flash episode. Um, so I I think we're gonna get some notification. We and we can talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, I, are we I'm pretty sure we're gonna see Harley Quinn too. Yeah. yeah. There's going to be another episode of the Suicide Squad coming soon. I mean, especially since they're mis- mentioning the Suicide Squad. You know, they they said Captain Boomerang was a member, so yeah. we're probably going to see the Suicide Squad again. And I'm sure, you know, Marcus will get his wish and see Harley Quinn. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Arsenal? Uh, as far as just how, how his character is moving along in the series right now. Uh, one of the things that I noticed in this episode was instead of fighting with like his bow and arrow, he was fighting with two sticks like Nightwing. I'm telling you, he's coming. Nightwing is coming. But uh, I, I like Arsenal. Um, I just don't like how he. Uh, what's the word? Like I just don't like how he's always feeling. Like he's always second guessing himself. He's like, well. I can do it. I can do it. And then once it, once Arrow puts him on assignment, it's like, oh well, uh, what do I do from here? Kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always like at a battle with himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I, that I'm getting a little perturbed about. But I mean, overall, I, I, I love his look. And tell me how you, you really know, feel, Paul. <laughs> I'm in love. <laughs> so, at the end of this episode, we got to see the mid-season trailer, that you will, for uh, this week's episode coming up with uh, Ray Shal Ghul. Paul, <laughs> you've, you've, you've expressed what you your thoughts on this trailer was to me off camera. Uh, <laughs> Marcus, did you see it? Uh, I don't think did so. You, see, you didn't see the recap? Okay, oh, I remember well, I was... uh, Daniel showed it to me, like, yeah. Okay, so, so again, I just said that this is the Batman show that never was, so, like... <laughs> When I'm seeing that scene with Rachel Ghoul and 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 Oliver Queen, dude, they're in the snow, snow or snow fighting. They're in the snow sword I you fighting. Said snow farting. <laughs> yeah, they were doing that too. But they're in the snow sword fighting, and I was like, "Oh, Batman Begins reference right there." It's like Rachel Ghoul has to fight in the snow with swords. <laughs> Always watch your surroundings. <laughs> I warned Bruce Wayne, and that son of a bitch tried to throw me off a cliff. So I caught something in the trailer. Who, who's that Asian guy that he's staying with in the in the in the flashback episodes? Oh, that's uh, that's Kung Lao. Yeah, so Kung Lao. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, Marcus is like, what? Kung Lao is uh, seen in the League of Assassins with Rachel Gould and his daughter. Did you see that in the trailer? With uh, Nessa, or is it supposed yeah, to be Nessa. Tanya? Nessa. Oh, okay. 
No, I did not see that. So apparently we're going to get probably a conclusion here pretty quickly as to what happened with when he was in Hong Kong. Well, again, I mean, when the show first started, it was, uh, what, he was stuck on an island for five years is what they, when it first started. So we went through two years where he was stuck on the island. That one, the one island. Now this is year three. He's stuck on Hong Kong. So if that happens, we still got two more years before we get to day one. And I told Marcus he has to end up back on the island because that's where they rescued him at on the first episode. Correct. See, I thought he spent all five years on the island. Well, again, I mean that was what I was leading to. I, I was leading to believe, but then when they introduced Slade Wilson and the whole Argus stuff, I mean they they kind of reverted back. But I also said that too, Daniel. I said, you know what? I like the flashbacks and everything. I said, but they need to close that down because what makes it good with the flashbacks is it always ties into into the current episode, which it still does. However, that could kind of get a little overdone. So they did get him off the island, but now we're doing flashbacks now when he's in Hong Kong and another and another scene, basically. Yeah. Well, the, the intro to that show, he would say, I spent five years on a hellish island in something. something. Yeah. So well, I expected that he spent five years on that island. Well, I guess well, see, here's going to be considered a hellish island. Well, here, here's the thing, because uh, remember when the show first was developed, they, they only had six episodes filmed. So those first six episodes, if you go watch, if you go back and watch the first six episodes, and then watch the rest of the show, it's like two different shows. I mean, they they have elements, you know, that tie into the rest. But it's, seriously, you look at one, if you look at the first six, and then look at the rest, it's Almost two different shows, almost. Because I think after episode three aired, the network approved for an additional six or seven, and then after episode five aired, then they said, okay, we're doing a full season, because they were just getting constant ratings, which it still is. It's their number one show. But yeah, I mean, there, there's there's a, bu- a bunch of continuity flaws from the beginning and, and his whole monologue uh, at the very beginning of each episode, but who cares? Era rocks. I don't think they're continuity flaws, and if they do have any type of continuity issues, they do try to tie them up and wrap them up. Like, you know, the whole Sarah Lance as Canary, you know, they they wrap that up. and Oh, and that's the true Canary. And, 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 and how uh, Ray, Ray um, oh, God, what's his name, Ray Parker? No, not Ray Palmer. Parker, that is it. Palmer. How Ray Palmer wants to change Starling City to Star City because that's how it is in the comics. Yeah, so, I mean, it, they're fixing some of the loose ends. Right, 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 right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, overall, I mean, th- th- those are my new things. I mean, Arrow Rocks. I love it. So let me ask you guys this. Overall, this crossover event, how did you all feel about it? I was pumped. I was, yeah, I thought it was pretty well well, well welcomed. Um, because, it, I mean, you sort of just kind of got like a best of both worlds and they showed very little of the characters we dislike the most. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, do you think that it would have been better off if it was a two-part, to-be-continued type storyline where both oh, episodes each, were the same yeah. story? Or do you think it would be each self-contained episodes that had elements from each episode or each series in it? No, I, I think I think the formula that they did worked out well because again, I, I think this was just a test. You know, if we could if we could cross over right now, 
the, and if it does well, the possibilities are endless. I mean, because now we're, we're going to be able to do it again. Mm-hmm. And maybe it'll be something like that, what you just said, Daniel. Maybe it might be a crossover event, but each 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 show will actually have their own two- or three-parter, and then they all intertwine somehow. But, yeah, I mean, overall, it was it was well done. I was pumped. I loved it. Yeah, I was really excited. Um, like I stated earlier, though, the Flash episode, or the Arrow episode was my favorite out of the two. Um, only because Arrow's been on TV a little bit longer, and I think they they have a they haven't they've already figured out how to tell the story of Arrow. Like they're still trying to figure out what to do with Flash. I think. Not saying that Flash is a bad show. I, I like Flash a lot, but the Arrow episode was probably my favorite. Yeah, it was it was better the better of the two. So there's a. Uh, some potential new shows that's going to be coming out here probably next season. Yeah. We have Supergirl that's on CBS, Teen Titans that's on TNT. Uh, we know that TNT is a sister station of the CW, so we do have potentials of crossovers happening with the Teen Titans from Arrow and Flash. Supergirl, um, CBS is actually another sister station of CBS or CW. CBS is a sister station of CBS. Um, so Supergirl could be another potential show that has even more crossovers. What do you all think about these shows that could be all happening on different networks now that could be are taking place in the same universe? That's fantastic. We're going to finally get to see Nightwing or Robin on film, which is going to be pretty awesome to see, depending on which route they go with Teen Titans. That's the only one. I understand it's it's they they want a team affiliated show uh, on 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 primetime, but that's the only character that I feel that should have his own solo show. But I think this is how they're going to bring Batman into the Arrowverse, as we call it, especially if this if this uh, television show ties into that universe. So we'll finally get confirmation that Batman does exist in these universes, and we'll have some sort of interaction between Arrow, Flash, Nightwing, and the rest of the Teen Titans. I mean, it's it's going to bring this all together. Uh, Supergirl will give confirmation that Kryptonians exist and that Superman exists in this universe. So I, I really like the ideas of this stuff happening on TV. I, I mean, I do too, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I think the reason why they're going... Forget about Teen Titans, but that's what I'm saying. I think if they, if Nightwing had his own show and Supergirl, yes, that's what you're you're using the backdoor method to basically say the big daddies do exist in the universe, in the TV universe. And I, I think the Teen Titans is a strong enough team that doesn't. I mean. But see, are we going? What 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 Teen Titans are we going with? Are we going to go with Cyborg? Don't know. I have no no idea what they would come up with. I mean, the regular- Cyborg, Beast Boy. Who, who else is in there? Spoiler. There's the spoiler. There's Raven. Sapphire, Raven. Raven. There's uh, Kid Flash. Yeah. So, so if uh, let's say if uh, Kid Flash gets introduced on the Flash show, I mean, could he go to the Teen Titans? If I mean, Flash gets introduced in the Flash show, Kid Flash. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we're still waiting for the Flash to show up. Maybe it's the guy in the yellow suit. So, that's what I'm getting at. So, I mean, I, I'm liking the idea of these these four shows happening on these sister stations 
with the potential of being a shared universe. No, no, no. I'm all for it too. I just, you know, I, you I, know, maybe. I don't. I don't need Nightwing having his own show. I do get what you're saying that it would be a really cool show to have Nightwing have his own show, but I think the fact that he's going to be on this team of other heroes that could potentially be spread across these other shows. I mean, I, yeah, that's, that's that, what I'm I, I, for. No, 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 I am too, and I'm just saying, you know, me that I just, I just hope it doesn't suck. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, the you're look, the Batman guy. What do you think? The look on your face was priceless. What look? <laughs> Marcus, what do you think? You're the Batman guy. <laughs> um. Well, okay. So, so I mean, I, I mean, I like the fact that we're, we're getting some new shows, but I don't know. I, I'd like swear to, to me. Movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like to see that the shows are being done right before we start like uh, mixing them up, doing some more crisscross. And uh, crisscross. Yeah, that's just uh, that's my that's my two bits on it, really. Your two bits. My two bits. Well, um, talking about since this is just a DC uh, uh, talk fest, what about Gotham? Marcus, how's the show coming along? Um, I, I really think that Gotham actually is getting better. Um, it's it's becoming less of like where it's a freak of the week type thing, and they're starting to draw more into like the storyline of the of uh, what's his name Penguin, and uh, and how he's like gonna because he's ultimately gonna be rise to power. Yeah. So and and I don't know. I mean, I personally, I'm I'm glad I, I stuck through it because, I mean, like I agree with everyone else. You know, it, it was difficult um, the first like three or four episodes, but um, now I'm getting I, up there. I will say this: I did see a um, a like a, a trailer for uh, I guess when they come back from break, and Morena Baccarin. Do you guys remember her from uh, Firefly? Yeah. Uh, she is going to be playing uh, Dr. Thompson, who uh, who is the doctor that kind of uh, who who oversee who oversee uh, who oversee who oversee what's the word <laughs> who is basically Bruce's doctor uh, uh, Helen Tompkins I think Helen Thompson but anyway she's going to be on the show so it, it looks like they're going to get another character uh, from his past his youth on there, so what do you think about that, casting choice? I'm okay with the casting choice. Um, I had lost interest in the show when I introduced Harvey Dent. Harvey. <laughs> Harvey Dent. I swear there's like, like every we three weeks, there's something happens on that show, and you're like, I'm not watching it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I gave up. I gave up after episode three. I, I just, I, I couldn't. I, I, I hear a lot of people saying it's a really good show, and it might be. I just, I need to give it time to where I can watch a lot of them at once, and then probably give my final judgment. Yeah, Harvey Dent. it's not a bad show. It's just Harvey Dent sucked. <laughs> <laughs> And, you don't trust fact, him. and the fact that he's just so much older than freaking Bruce Wayne. 
Dude, that's that that's the other thing that every time I read this and I hear people saying that I'm like, aren't these people supposed to be relatively about the same age? You know, I mean relatively. I'm not talking about like one or two years, but yeah, you know, five, six years, cool. But not like fifteen, twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Well they I mean, made Bruce him young. Like, they made him young enough. I mean he could be ten years older yeah, than Bruce or something. Yeah, but but he's already in he, isn't he already a, a, a an attorney? Yeah. He's he's yep. he's not like the district attorney. He's not even the assistant district attorney. I don't think. But 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 think about but think about the the time on that. What it, how much school you have to be in order to be a lawyer? You know that's about six seven years worth after high school. So twenty five twenty six and Bruce is what 12, 11? 12, 13, something like that. Yeah, you know, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's to me that's a big age gap. And then they introduced, uh, or they showed uh, Poison Ivy again, and that girl's creepy. <laughs> is, that, is that the little girl? Yeah, yeah. she was just like, she was like, uh, don't turn around. She's like, why are you scared of her? Because she's scary. <laughs> yeah, she scared me. That girl was creepy. I didn't think I she was creepy. Why, did he kill my parents? Or did he kill my father? Whatever that was. Like, that little girl's I was just people. like, I don't know what her problem is. <laughs> The father was framed for the Bruce Wayne's parents' murder. Right, and he got shot trying to kill Gordon. But like, I don't know. I, I just uh, I feel like they forced her character to make you think that she's scary. I, I didn't get the like. Dude, they're forcing to her every problem. character in there. No, I, I mean they're they're trying to force me to have an opinion about her, and it, I, I disagree. <laughs> I don't agree with your opinion of me. <laughs> and like and like the thing with Harvey being um or Harvey Bullock being uh uh Gordon's like not not really superior, I shouldn't use that word, but like being his mentor, maybe not even his mentor. Well, you know what I'm saying, like he's he's basically Gordon's shadowing him when he gets to Gotham because I I saw the first episode, like I said I saw the first 3 and I just I didn't care for it. I like I like the character that they got on there, like like how you know Bullock's character and the actor that they chose for. I like that. I I do. I just don't like how the show is. I think they're just sort of throwing out all the rules, and they're just kind of like, all right, well, take it or leave it. We're doing it this way. Like I like Carmine Falcone. I like Boss Maroni. I, I like all the mob, the, the, the mob bosses. I, I do. I even like Jada Pinkett's character, believe it or not. I, I like hate I like Fish, that. Mooney. Oh, I that, like, how do you feel about Fish? <laughs> oh, my God, if I could kill that bitch. <laughs> what, what, wait, why do you not like her? She is annoying as hell. Hello, Mama. I mean, it's just, <laughs> just some of her scenes. I'm just like, oh, my God. And Penguin's annoying. Oh, uh, dude, he's very annoying. I mean, that is not the penguin from freaking comic books. And when is he going to change? And when is he going to get that personality? He's just, just like I think. Well, he's growing into that he's, character. Though. Yeah, he's like the, he's like this little lost kid that's just trying to get on the roller coaster and like like coming up with every possible excuse why he can't get on it. And then oh uh, no, see, like yeah, in the later episodes, he actually has like a a much higher position. Well, yeah, now he's now he has a plot, and he's plotting against Fish Mooney, and he's getting ready to like take her down and all that other stuff. Yeah, I I know where you're getting at because he's working for Maroney now. Yeah, um, he's gonna take Maroney down too. <laughs> but 
the thing that I just got done reading about not too long ago for the second half of the season just really just irked the crap out of me. They're getting ready to introduce the Graysons. Oh my god. You'll have to educate me. Who are the Graysons? The Graysons are Dick Grayson's parents. (laughs) Oh, okay. And you call yourself a Batman fan? You are... You have failed this podcast. Well, technically, the Graysons are Robin's parents, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dick Grayson. Yeah, So... We're gonna have we're gonna we're gonna Baby see the Grayson. circus. We're gonna see the circus. No, we won't see Baby Grayson here, from what I understand. Holy shit, where's R two? Anyway, uh, so we're gonna see the Graysons, the mommy and daddy Grayson, and maybe his older brothers and stuff flying and twirling around. They're gonna have a little plot twist story thing going on, and then you know there's gonna be a little nod saying maybe one day we'll have a kid named Robin or something like that. You know, it's like maybe he'll already be there. Well, no, no, because Robin's much younger than Batman. Well, when, I mean, then again, they well, might the, throw the, out the, the age the, difference again. That's that's well. See, that's the only one that's not too bad. Oh, not too bad. That's the only one that should be about ten years or so. Well, Robin was like twelve, thirteen years old when he when he was first introduced with Batman. Right. Crazy. And how old was Batman? Like in his thirties. He was not. He was supposed to be. Yes. 25 to 30, that's about the age that Batman started becoming Batman. Exactly, so 12 to 15, to 25, about 12 years-ish. I mean, yeah, I guess they could introduce him as a baby. (laughs) But why? What's the point? All right, look, look, look. If they do, if they do that, then the 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 kid that's playing Bruce Wayne needs to needs to be a different actor next season, and just like they do in the comics, just like how they don't ever age anybody. Well, they just need to age him, and just everybody needs to know and be caught up, like in in the universe. Okay. Oh, well, okay. So, one. well, maybe his parents are going to do something like significant, and uh, and Bruce Wayne is going to be. He's gonna know of whatever they do significantly, and that's how he ends up choosing Dick Grayson. Oh uh, yeah, I see what you're saying because uh, Small Smallville did something like that. Remember Daniel in season three, where um, it was like the flashback where uh, Jor-El went to Kansas and he did something, and then the Jonathan Kent helped him. And it was and, the same actor that played Clark, that played Jarrell, and yeah. Yeah, and then he was like, "Well, I, I figured out that I wasn't sent here randomly. I think you guys were chosen to accept me." So I see where you're saying, Marcus. Yeah, that would actually be kind of cool. However, it's still stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, because I mean, it definitely seems like it'll be a long time before it'll reach that that far in the timeline. Yeah, I think it'd be cool, but it'd be stupid at the same time. Yeah, so, I don't know. I still watch the show, so I still have hopes for it. Marcus is the only reason why I still watch it. (laughs) But what about Constantine? I have not seen the last three episodes. I have failed this podcast. Podcast, right? Yeah. Podcast. Well, uh, Marcus, did you you see the one with uh, Spectre? The Spectre? John Corrigan? I did not. I didn't see the very latest episode. Okay, no, no, no. That's not the latest one. It was uh, one, one or two episodes back. But anyway, they introduced John Corrigan, who is a uh, who is another DC character. He's from the JSA, 
and uh, he's a, a spirit or an entity, and it's kind of like a, like the spirit of vengeance, basically. And in the episode, he's not he's not he doesn't know that he has the specter, and he's not dead yet. But uh, the girl, uh, Zed, Zed, yeah. Uh, she, Zed, yeah, she uh, she sees it. And it was kind of cool how they how they showed the clip on it. I'm like, oh man, is that how the Spectre's going to be? Because I have a feeling that John Corrigan is going to be a recurring character on the Constantine show. So it's it's cool. I mean, they, they you know kind of like how Flash or how Arrow has introduced Flash. They're introducing Ray Palmer and a bunch of other characters that are crossing over or that are having their own stuff. I think that might actually happen with Constantine uh, if, if John Corrigan keeps coming back on the show. So was he the Spectre yet, or was he just a cop? No, no, no. He's, he's, still, he's still the cop, uh, but Zed sees the entity in him. He doesn't know, he doesn't know, he doesn't know it yet. Because so, she was like... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say... Are they going to actually be able to continue the storyline out? Because they've only bought 13 episodes. I'm afraid they're going to cancel the series. Nah, they're not going to cancel it. It's too good. Actually, uh, it's been. It's. I think it's been doing pretty well. It is really good. I liked it better than Gotham. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Because the other thing, the other thing, did you guys catch that on the very first episode with the Doctor Fate helmet? Yes. See, so there's potential where they can start. Throwing off those characters, there's some of the some of the uh, oh, what's the what's the word, Slade? Like the not the the mainline DC, but like uh, the B listers. Nah, I, don't, I wouldn't call it B listers, but yeah, I mean, if you will, I mean, just some some of the people that don't get enough attention through the comics or through like animated shows and stuff. It, it's cool that they're introducing that stuff in, on the show. Yeah, Constantine. Constantine's is is awesome. I like it a lot. How do you feel about? Uh, have you seen any of the episode, the episodes with um, Papa Midnight? Yeah. How many episodes like Papa Midnight been on? I've seen the like first three. One. Like three. Yeah. No, see, like I'm behind. I need to watch the show again. Yeah, he's he's a recurring he's a recurring character. Actually, the last one they did, or the last one we was in, they uh, they actually teamed up. On a uh, on a quest, I guess, if you want. Yeah, I haven't seen that one yet. But yeah, Constantine. Um, that is, uh, yeah, like Daniel said, that's like the supernatural show. It's like the real supernatural. I guess bought some stuff from Constantine, but yeah, now we basically have the real deal on prime time, Friday nights. Friday nights. Matter of fact, I think after we get done watch, doing this podcast, I'm going to go watch it. <laughs> yeah, and it's really cool, too, because, um, like, you see the, uh, oh, man, like, you see, like, the frustration that John Constantine has, like, when he's trying to deal with, like, a demon or an entity or something like that. And it's almost like, I don't know what's the word, like, Maybe it's just that 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 British uh, type of like method acting where you see I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's really cool how he makes the character his own, pretty much. It's not like he's reading a line or reading a a, a script and just just doing what the director tells him. He's actually making John Constantine 
uh, like give it personality. So this is that that's a that's another thing that I like about the show is uh, uh, Matt Ryan. Now in the comics, John Constantine's part of the Justice League Dark. Do you think with Zed being on there, like we'll ever get flash flashes of the future where he's a part of a team like that? Very possible. That'd be pretty cool. Do you think we're going to get other characters from the Justice League Dark, like Blue Devil or anything, making an appearance, or Swamp Thing? Swamp Thing would be cool. Swamp Thing would be very cool. Swamp what do you think, Marcus? What do you think? Marcus is like, who's Swamp Thing? Yeah, exactly. they call They call me Swamp yeah. Thing. I knew he was going to say that. Those guys dude, were over the house dude, today, and Mar- uh, Paul was like, who the hell's Howard the Duck? Because I was showing Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> oh my dude, God. what if they introduced a Toxic Avenger? I was that about to happen. say, Swamp Thing reminds me of Toxic Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, nowhere near that. No, I mean, that's the vibe I get. I can get these pictures on Google. <laughs> yeah, no, swamp no, thing, no. The Swamp Thing is uh, nothing like the Toxic Avenger. Toxie. Oh, I have a feeling that there's a lot of things that is not like the Toxic Avenger. We could do Man Thing, but that's Marvel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, Bob. Bob. That was a great Bob. game. Bob, Bob, Bob. <laughs> Oh, I got what you're saying. Ah. <laughs> Listen to previous podcasts. Podcast episode three. <laughs> the games we play. We would like to play. We would like to play. Yeah, I'm in love. With a stripper? You know it. You know it. You know it. <laughs> so, anything else you guys want to chit-chat about? Um, other than the fact that you look gangster, yeah, sure. Yeah, there you go. Just like that. Thank God that won't be seen on the show. <laughs> um, Any last thoughts? Final thoughts? Anything y'all want to talk about the crossover? Anything you want to talk about future DC comic television shows? Anything? What do you, what do you got, Marcus? Um... All right, well, that wraps up the show. <laughs> and that wraps up the show. Well, that wraps up this episode of Temple of Geek Talkcast. I want to thank Marcus and Paul for joining joining this discussion. Stay tuned to the templeofgeek.com for an all-new episode. And as Stay always, tuned. Stay tuned, and thanks for listening. Peace. In the Middle East. Please follow us on Twitter at Temple of Geek. Follow us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Temple of Geek. And remember to visit the TempleofGeek.com. Your one stop for all things geek. Goodbye. This will conclude our transmission.